Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, good evening, everybody. I'm David Take for Take2Radio Soaps and Reviews, up and for Pam, who is on family emergency, and I believe we're having trouble with two of our panelists, Anthony and Carolyn, who, is, who are busy, who is having uh, weather problems in Florida, and I'm awaiting Candace, but we do, did I introduce you well? I'm getting a little nervous. We have uh, Will. No, hi, every. you did it, but it's okay. Hola amigos, hi everybody, it's Willie here, over here from Willie View Podcast. And tonight is just doing the soaps. And we are going to do all four soaps with you, so... um, Hang in with us. Let me see. So, so Will, I'm not caught up on B&B, so where should we start? Is there a way? Okay, let's see. Uh, on the B&B, um, I'm, I'm enjoying the – I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm, I'm really enjoying the fact that they're pushing it between Brooke and Bill. Because um, I like that they're, like, trying to steer her just a little bit away from the whole Brook Ridge triangle they always do. Um, I like that they're pushing Bill to kind of be more open about his feelings towards Brooke. And you know what? I I feel a little left out on this situation. Um, they could have added Taylor into the mix and really spiked up the storyline um, with the way Steffi's hurting right now because of her accident and being on her meds, um, if they had added Taylor, just imagine how strong the story really would have been. I know it is. It feels weird, right? They keep mentioning Taylor like an off-screen, you know, a mention, but it's like it doesn't do the story justice if people are like, who's Taylor? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to some of the audience because – I would think that in the soap operas, they would think a little bigger. It's like if you really want to gain your audience, then why don't you just go ahead and um, bring Taylor back, even if it's just for a phone call or something? What about you? What do you think about all that? Are you um, are you liking Steffi with uh, Dr. Finn? Because I'm enjoying that dynamic. I, I'm enjoying their pairing. Um, yeah, I'm liking it. I hope they take it slow. 
And then you got Steffi connecting to Vinny, which is really cute because Vinny really has a crush on Steffi. So that's like a real fun little teaser because if she didn't have Finn, she could have hooked up with Vinny. So I like how the writers are kind of teasing about that. Like if it doesn't work out with Finn, hey, there's Vinny. So you got to give the writers credit. They know what they're doing. And um, let's see what else is there. Um, The Shauna being married to Ridge, it's okay. I thought we were going to get more excitement out of it, but it's not the actress's fault. I know that she goes in and out for doing different roles or projects, so they got to work around her schedule and the storyline. But on this situation, I think it's just they could have done a better storyline for her, and that's why it shows on the on the show, because Ridge is kind of like walking around like he's lost in the woods. You don't know what he's doing because without Shauna, it's like, where is he supposed to go? But continue to fight for Brooke or, you know, it doesn't make any sense. I think that part, they should have just let Ridge go with Shauna to, to Vegas or wherever she's at. And then that would have made a lot more sense instead of having to push him again towards Brooke. Because now it's just, it feels like it's being like a repeated recycle. Don't you, do you agree or disagree? Yeah, it's a repeat. And it's a repeat performance, and I believe I believe that Ridge should give Shauna a trip for a while because they just can't go back and forth right away. And I think Quinn's gonna put in some little tricks. Now I will I will throw it in that, and, and I'm not the only one because the fans feel passionate as I do. Um, I really. I'm really mad with Hope right now because it feels like she's kind of overdoing it as far as trying to raise other people's children and crossing that line. I know she was meant to first start off where she's being good intentions, I guess if you want to call that, um, to try to help out Steffi while she's in pain. But I love the scenes that happened this week where Steffi loses loses it with um, with Hope and she lets her have it and she lets her know, well, why is Kelly, you know, at the beach with Donna, why couldn't you just bring her home to to me because I'm her mom and all this stuff. And you got to kind of see both angles here. You know that Steffi's in pain, and you can see that Hope kind of wanted to help as far as that goes. But what I don't agree with is that Hope's taking forever to bring back Kelly so she could be with her mom. I think that's the big part that everybody sees is, once again, Hope is coming off where she's being obsessed with somebody else's child. And I don't know if the writers intend to do that as an intentional or if that's just a mistake of that's how it's coming across. What do you think about that? Is that Do you see the same thing, or are you confused by that uh, dynamic storyline as well? What that Hope might be coming for her children? For Kelly? Yeah, do you feel that? Because it's... Yeah, do you do you think that's I where it's going? I can see her because, feeling that way. Right. I mean, and and I, I can see, see her feeling Liam. that way. Mhm. You Especially could, yeah. And yeah, I love that they got Thomas Thomas back. Um, I like that he's there for his sister. Now I'm hoping that he's going to be stepped up as a big brother or you know big whatever the brother. Steffi to have right now, especially with family. Um, it's kind of sad to think about it. She really 
right now. It just seems like Steffi, her main family, really just happens to be your own brother because you got Ridge doing his own craziness. You got Taylor MIA. And I don't know what other family Steffi's got right now because, I mean, next to Liam, which, believe me, I I used to like it when Steffi used to connect with Liam as a couple. But since they broke them apart, which is great, um, I think the less that she um, connects with Liam, the better her relationship with Finn will be. But that's also going to be a little complicated because she does have Kelly. So that that dynamic is going to make for a really crazy roller coaster ride. What do you think about all that? Yeah, it's a roller coaster ride. You know, I got to give credit to, um, let's give credit to Finn. He actually is helping Steffi because remember she's trying to get, she's trying to be a little slick in her own way because I know she's hurting, but she's trying to be slick and trying to get him to prescribe another pain pill medicine to help her pain. And he's like, you know what? You don't need another pill. You need to talk to somebody and open up and you got to be real with your issues. Oh, okay. You know what I feel for yeah, is Carter. Yeah. Oh, hi, Candace. Hey. Hold on, she's coming in. Hey, Candace, can you hear? Hey, I can. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 How are you doing? How, how are you doing, Candace? How's the weather over there? Uh, it's you know it's so nice right now. Um, the clouds are crying. Um, it's nice and raining, which is really good. Um, but yeah, everything's good. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing good out here. Uh, Our we're okay. Started it's the storm. Lily and me. We're, we're worried about <laughs> Carolyn and Anthony. Yeah, because Florida. Florida's getting yeah. Hit. Yeah. And I know that. I'm with. Candace, now that you're back, I wanted to go ahead and, and challenge you on this because we're talking about Bold and Beautiful. Where do you think <laughs> we're at right now with um, Hope? Do you feel that she's literally being sincere and trying to help out Steffi, or do you feel like the rest of us that are concerned for Steffi, do you feel that Hope is close to getting obsessed with trying to raise another person's child? Because it feels no. like it's a pattern starting to brew again. What do you think about all that? Um, I think that she's worried about Steffi and the condition of her with a baby. Um, I mean, I saw a lot of people saying, you know, Steffi is trying, I mean, Hope is trying to take, a, you know, a child and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't see that. The fact is, is that, you know, and I'm glad that this week on Bold, Steffi addressed it. It's the thing that, you know, Hope has been saying and Liam, you know, when the show came back and the accident is like, you know, she's going to need time to heal. She can't just keep picking up a baby. That, first of all, picking up a baby ain't easy, okay, especially a toddler. No, it's not. Not with so her pain. I don't, right. So I don't see Hope doing it. I, I just think that's the, the mindset of fans. Hope, Hope versus Steffi fans is that Hope, and that's something else is that Hope didn't really take any kids. The thing is, is that, again, it goes back to a lot of the psychological of when Hope thought her baby died, is that 
you know, when her baby died, you know, if we're going to go there, let's go there. Baby died. Anybody who's ever had a miscarriage or, or a stillborn baby knows you have all of these feelings inside of you. So when you see another child, you do become attached to it because you have so much love for that child. Like it's, it's, it's a weird kind of thing. That's why I wish Hope would have gotten some counseling or both. But the fact that, you know, you had Thomas kind of say, well, here's Douglas, and I'll give you Douglas for our merch, that's how that happened. With Steffi right now with, you know, Kelly, Hope is just looking after the fact that Steffi's in pain. And the thing is, is that the reality is something happens. Somebody's going to feel blamed. Like, they're going to feel like they, they should have done something. So I don't think Hope is trying to get custody or anything like that. Okay, good. I'm glad you brought that in, yeah. in the way your perspective of it. I love that. Um, what my main concern was on Steffi's defense is I love how she got a little, like, she got concerned for her child, and she tells Hope, okay, well, I get Kelly with um, Donna at the beach, but why can't I see my daughter? And that's a concern that a lot of us have is why do you where do you what do you think is missing there? Like, do you think Hope should have at least brought Kelly over at some point? Oh yeah. So that Steffi could see her child. Because it's I the think writing, that's, mm-hmm. it's the writing of the story because I would have had Hope bring the child over and evaluate how Steffi will interact with that child. And I know people are saying, Well, that's not Hope's place. Again, kind of is because something happens to that child. The first thing somebody's going to say is, well, if you saw Steffi not being able to do this, why would you leave the kid with Steffi in the condition that she's in? And, I mean, that's the reality of it. I do, like I said, I think the writers kind of, for dramatic purpose and for the fact that everybody is talking about it, I see what they did there, but the reality of the for me, if you know, as a writer, I I would have had her bring the child over mm-hmm. because we also got to say too, Steffi was sort of in a in a um a a drug alcohol phase, like her mindset was yeah. kind of you know because if you remember the episode prior, she popped pills and drank, so. Anybody who's done that, and by the way, we don't recommend that, but your mind is like, okay, especially if you just did it with an emotional situation. And, you know, Steffi's already feeling emotional as it is. She can't do certain things. She's not able to do certain things. She wants to do certain things. She wants to be, and again, I love the dialogue this week. She said, I want to be able to hold my child. I know I can't. I want to be able to do this without people always second-guessing me, but I can't. Stephanie's right. never been like that before. You know, it's like yeah. usually she, you know, picks herself back up again. So, yeah. And she's think, expecting to the pills again. Well, it's not even that, but I just love the fact that, again, this is why I said, like, a therapist needs to be on the show and not Taylor. Finn was mm-hmm. able to get Steffi to say the stuff that, as a fan of the show, as a fan of Steffi, I've been waiting for Steffi to say for a very long time. 
All of this isn't about Liam. It's about the fact that she has lost so much. And she's been, she has to put herself, like, she has to close her feelings off. Who did she learn that from? Her grandmother. She talked about her sister, which, I'm sorry, I was almost, I passed out for a minute because I was like, wait, did they talk about, they talk about Phoebe? Okay, they talk about Phoebe. Like she said, a part of her died that day. The fact that, you know, about Liam, here's the thing. A lot of stuff has been taken away from Stephanie. So now, in the situation that she's in right now, her independence and her strength has been taken away from her because she's hurt, you know. And anybody who's been in, in a serious accident or sick, you know exactly how she was feeling because it's like, okay, I can't do this, which is going to lead to me not doing this. But then when somebody starts opening an emotional floodgate, which Thomas did, and then Finn, it, it hurts. It hurts even more. It's like everything in your life that you've gone through, you're like, oh, my God, like, yeah, and I was in a bad relationship, and everything was taken away from me, and I feel as though, like, this could be taken away from me if I don't do this. So I'm trying to prevent myself from, you know. I love that aspect, this aspect of the story, because it is like you would think that something is going to happen to Safi. At the same time, it, it's not all about hope, so that's the it's like, you know, hope is, is just there. I mean, she should have, and, and again, we said that, I said this to some friends too, and we all talked about it. There needs to be boundaries with Stacey, Liam, and Hope about the children. It should be more so with Liam and Hope, but I do think that they should have wrote it where Hope did bring the child over. So that way, Stacey wouldn't have an outburst like that. That was that was simply what it was. It was an outburst. I agree. That makes sense. And also what I wanted to throw out, I don't know if you caught it when you were calling in, Candace, but uh, we were just talking about how I felt that you can tell in the storyline it's just a little off-kilter a little bit because you got Ridge walking around like he's lost in the woods with Shauna being kind of gone off and off a little bit on the scenes. I know that the actress is doing her filming of a project or something off and on. Um but in the writing, you can kind of tell that I think they should have just added Ridge to leave with Sean at least to Vegas so it wouldn't look like he's just walking around aimlessly and not making sense in his storyline because um, it seems now they're just kind of pushing him between either being connected back to Brooke again or, uh, like I said, with Bill admitting his feelings for, for Brooke. I always enjoy that. But I think they messed up by having Ridge stick around while Shauna is supposed to be gone temporarily out of the out of the picture. Um, I think they should have just left him to go to Vegas. What do you think about that? Do you think they kind Ridge of should, should be, have done more Ridge with should, Ridge? Ridge should be over there with Steffi. That's what Ridge needs to be. He needs to be with his daughter and not playing high school musical footsies with Shauna. Like, that's my issue, too. It's like, okay, when Hope was saying that he, she was leaving it with Donna and Brooke, I'm like, where's Ridge? Like, does Ridge know that Steffi's on pills? And that's the thing. It's like, okay, we need to remember that Ridge has a daughter that's hurt right now. You can still have him with Shauna. Shauna, bye. We'll see you, girl. 
have fun. But you need Rich to be with his daughter. Because right now, that's another thing that's kind of irking me a little bit is the fact that, okay, in Steffi's orbit, it's only Hope and Liam. And Thomas. I mean, yeah, you got Thomas, who I ain't trusting one, one penny. But where's Ridge? Yeah. Where's Eric? Hell, where's Brooke at? Like, she may have, you know, but they're all connected. And the fact that, you know, and I'm hoping down the line they do talk about it, is that Steffi does, in her families, have substance abuse in them. So, yeah, to answer that question, he shouldn't be nowhere with Shauna. He needs to be with his daughter. When's the last time we heard Rich say he went to see Steffi? I agree with that. It's like I was just telling David uh, just right when you were coming in that I feel they kind of messed up a little bit with the storyline because you got uh, Steffi basically, she's having to lean on nobody else really but Thomas. Because if they're trying to keep her away from Liam so that it doesn't like, feel like a Steffi-Liam reunion, then, like you said, why isn't Rich there? Or at least call Taylor or have Taylor check in with her daughter. You know, it just it, I mean, it has, Thomas, so... has Thomas even said anything to to Rich? And, and the thing is, is that, you know, I know fans have said, you know, because I saw this on social media, people was like, oh, Thomas cares for his sister. Yeah, he cares. But don't don't give him his parade just yet because I feel as though he's setting her up as well. People have to remember that Steffi was a instrumental part of Thomas's takedown. So Thomas is seeing a a a, 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 a kind of an opening of like oh shoot you know my sister's kind of um, in a predicament here. Let me let me let me do something. Let me pretend I'm gonna be there for her. Yeah, I still care. But I'm shady. I'm shady. And I, you're perfectly At, right there. I think so. That it's going to happen just like that, where he's going to maybe try to manipulate Steffi or try to use her or take her down or something. You never know. But I also feel that um, with the situation coming up with Finn, that he could just play the main hero in this picture of the storyline so that it gets him closer to Steffi. And I, I'm hoping that that's the route that the writers want to go. I'm hope I'm hoping it too, but I do want some, you know, because you know if they're going to move Steffi on with Finn, and yeah. like Thomas says, to take care of, you know, like I I believe that Thomas was being, you know, really saying like, hey, take care of her. Again, this is the problem. Steffi's orbit has hope in Liam. And, yes, they're trying to make sure that they don't follow the footsteps of Brooke and Taylor. That's fine. I'm expecting for Liam to feel a certain type of way about Finn because we don't know who Finn is. And the thing no, is, we have it's no not idea. about a Steffi. Right, and it's not about a Steffi. I mean, it is a Steffi-Liam situation, but not like Liam being jealous. It's the fact that, first and foremost, that's the mother of his child. So this guy's going to be around his child. And anybody who has a new relationship and brings somebody home to around their kids, no. People be questioning you like it's freaking TMZ. Who is he with his credit, credit scores, 
Has he been in jail? Da, da, da. Does he have kids? Like, how much do you know about this person? Let me go on Facebook and look him up. And that's fine. It's not like Liam is like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like him because I want you, Stephanie. And go, no, I trust. I will say this because I know about not you. Yeah, anyway. Back. Right. I mean, but not I don't, yet, anyway. to me, I feel as though like if Brad Bell and I know I always give Brad Bell the benefit of the doubt, but I have to because of where we're at now. I think everybody's sick and tired of the the pity pat of going back and forth here, and it's like okay. Which person is going to make the first move? Is it Steffi or is it going to be Hope? Right now, Liam and Hope are good. So it would make sense for Steffi to kind of get out of this bubble and and be okay with another relationship. It's nothing wrong with that. And I'm hoping that Bold is like, you know what? Okay, for 30 years, William J. Bell and Lee Phillip Bell did this with Brooke Taylor Ridge or, you know, insert whoever. In the last 15 years, you've had Hope, Steffi, Liam, and it's kind of gotten old. So the thing is, is that, yeah, Liam is going to probably have issues, but with Finn, yeah, we don't know about him, but before we go back into the I – I just want the writers to move on. I think that's the thing. And like you said, you know, you, you about the whole, you know, trying to take – that's because of the mindset of what yeah. fans have expected for so long. You have to kind of trust that the writers are like, you know what, we know what you guys are thinking about. Aha. Aha. Surprise, uh-huh. we went this route. You have to kind of believe that. So, I totally agree with that. I agree, yes. So, Candace, my question to you is, how long is this farce of a marriage going to last? What, Ridge and Shauna? Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm putting bets down. Okay. So, I say I'm not seeing them last no more than um, before Thanksgiving. Because to me, it's like, and also it depends on Denise Richards. I'm going to be honest with you. Because I know she got a lot of projects going on. But I don't, and, and that's the thing. I don't see this really being, and no offense to the Ridge and Shauna crew. Hi, how you guys? I know. But I just don't see this merch being legit no more. <laughs> Seriously, by no, by, by before. They're, they're not going to be together by Thanksgiving. And if they are, then by Christmas time, hey, they're going to be together. I would be shocked if they make it that far. Yeah, but we do need Denise in the picture. Because I well, don't think Well, here's the thing. Can... Here's the problem. They've ruined Shauna. A little early. They've ruined, yeah. they've ruined her. They ruined her as soon as she went along with this plan. They made mm-hmm. her act like a teenager. This is why I have a problem with this Seth story. Not so much with Stuffy's story stuff is going too fast. But with Ridge, Brooke, Shauna, Quinn, Bill... First and foremost, Ridge Brooke has gone through these little uh, rotations for years. You would think one would be smarter than the other, or both of them would be like, you know what? Oh, hold on, wait, wait a minute. For Ridge, who I always called the hypocrite, 
he should be he should be able to to put two and two together that something isn't right, especially knowing that Bill has kind of been devoted to Katie. Okay, yeah, Brooke kiss Bill. Okay, but Ridge, you forgot that two years prior your lips was on Quinn, mm-hmm. and that's where my problem is. This shouldn't have even had Shauna in it. This could have been Quinn trying to seduce Ridge out from under Brooke's nose. You had Shauna, yeah. who was a Brooke like. And the thing is, right. is that, okay, Quinn is trying to get back at Brooke for what exactly? For being the bold and the beautiful? Because that's what Brooke is. And the fact that you have um, Quinn acting like she knows the whole complete history of Brooke cracks me up. When, again, Quinn, you weren't that long ago doing some stuff. It's just, to me, that's my problem. It's that, okay, you know, and then with Shauna, she's like, oh, I want to be Mrs. Ridge Forster. Oh, tell me more. Like, it's a grief. Like, we're doing grief. I, yeah. So oh, yeah, like she's saying, story, she's Olivia Newton-John. Like she's, 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 yeah, like she's saying today, like, I want to be Mrs. But it's it's to me that story like it, it that would be suited for the twenty year old set, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like and with Shauna being well, you're my ride or die. Okay, mm, yeah, she's she said that they're like Thelma and Louise. We all seen that movie. I'm just gonna leave it at that. They just to me, yeah. Shauna doesn't have a backbone. She's just like yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. I got a question for you, Candice. What do you think about the fact that um, with uh, with Quinn and Eric having their marital problems, do you think that the writers are pushing for Eric to connect with Katie or with Donna Logan? Because we kind of see where it's going. They're going to always be him with somebody else. At this point, Katie, Katie and Eric, no. Donna and Eric, look, they didn't do Eric and Brooke. I'm fine with Donna and Eric. That's all I got to say. I'm fine with it because why, to me why not Katie to, why not Katie you got me curious they have why, they why have they Katie have more of a father they have a father daughter connection they have a fa- they really do have like a father daughter connection more than a romantic connection and I to agree me, with that that's yeah. true yeah I could see more with me, Donna and to me Katie is no Brooke. Like I can't see her. Katie is not broke, no. Right, yeah, I can't see her being, you know, in in Eric's orbit. Like I said, Donna, yes, because of their history. Right. But yes. not Katie. For her to get hurt, no, I I really can't see that. They try, and and me. Here's the thing, and the the reason too is because. I mean, I, like I said, Katie and Eric have more of a father-daughter connection. And Katie is too sweet. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just can't see her as Eric's. No. So I get what you're saying. In other words, Katie is not, like you said, Katie is not a Brooke Logan, so they really shouldn't bother trying to make her 
the reincarnation of Brooke. Right. Because so far, I mean, Katie, Katie, now, I know people are saying, well, wait a minute, Candace. Katie's been with Owen, with, um, you know, I'm sorry, not Owen, uh, Nick, um, Thorne, yeah. that was by default. Bridge, that was just weird. Um, and, and, you Katie's know, been with Nick? Well, no, I no, I had to. Well, yeah, because wait a minute, was it Nick or Owen? It was one of them with Bridget. I forgot. Bridget who. was I with say, Owen and Owen and Nick. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say, yeah, I think it was. I want to say it was Nick. I really want to say it was Nick. I got to double check my my thing, but um, that's the thing is that to me. I rather see Donna and Eric because they had chemistry outside of Brooke and Eric. So, but Quinn and Eric, yeah, that's they shouldn't even made it this far. I'm sorry, but you know, mm-mm. yeah, I I know something. So by Thanksgiving, let me see. What about the the push and pull for Bill between Katie and Brooke. Bill should be with Quinn. There, I said it. <clears throat> Bill, Bill should the, be the with thing Quinn. Is, well, they should just have anger sex or something like that. I don't know. One of my friends said that, and we all thought, thought the same thing. The problem is, is that they really ruined Katie and Bill, and I'm sorry. I cannot see another scene if, like, six months down the line when Katie – you know, says, you know, her and Bill reclaimed their love for each other. Because I'm going to be like this, really? Because six months prior, homegirl, he did your sister. Like, he kissed your sister. And, again, you you stood there, and you was a woman. You actually said, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. Okay, so six months later, do not say, I missed you, too. No. With Bill and Bill's look. Let's, that, let's not forget that, that it's also a toxic relationship because didn't Bill kidnap Katie a couple years ago? Kidnap, kidnap Katie? Yeah, didn't she kid? If I recall, he kidnapped her kind of temporarily. She was she was like having issues, and he took her away from like everybody in a way from the family, and he kind of kidnapped her to to kind of like get her to to see things his way, and she was trying to escape. Remember, she was trying to run away from him? I think it was like an, I think it was like another island or something. But I do remember he kidnapped her years ago, and that's why people didn't really want Bill with Katie back because that's kind of like excusing the fact that he kind of like was in a toxic relationship with her. What do you feel about that? Um, I'm trying to remember that. I'll look it up for you. I remember it was a clip I saw on YouTube somewhere. But, yeah, he did kidnap her years ago because I remember she was literally running for her life just to get away from him. And she was crying again, and that was everybody's like, oh, no, another Emmy moment. But when she was doing that, it's because she was literally trying to get away from Bill. It was during the postpartum depression, I think it was. It was something because she was really down on her luck. She was crying to tears, and she was trying to get away from Bill, but he did kidnap her. Hmm. I remember her running away, and Brooke 
and Bill looking for. I'll check my archives because I see a lot of videos. But yeah, it was a kidnapping that he did. It wasn't intentional. Maybe he didn't intentionally meant to kidnap uh, Katie. But in, in in hindsight, he did kidnap her, and she did literally run away from him uh, to like how do you say it? like for dear life. And she could have died because she was trying to get away from him, but she managed to get back home. I remember that. It was like a like a big deal with fans. They all got mad because she was in the situation with him, and they're like, well, Katie should have never gone with Bill to begin with because then he wouldn't have kidnapped her. So it it was kind of like a, a if or or situation. Hmm. Oh, I don't really Fair remember that. You I can't remember it either, Candace? You... Mm-mm. Hmm. I mean, yeah, the you, thing you, is if that... You I, mean, it, I mean, if you remember, this is when Bill was literally losing his mind trying to keep Katie, and she was, like, so out of it. I guess it was postpartum, because I remember she was, like, so bad off. And... She wasn't able to find out where she was going or where she she was trying to get away. She just needed to leave Bill, and he wouldn't leave her, and his violent streak came out, and everybody's like, oh, this is what this literally showing the, the alpha, his alpha um, attitude in trying to control Katie. That was like a really big, t- it was a big storyline back back in the day. Yeah, I don't remember Bill doing that, though. Hmm. I can't. I can't either, and I have a hard time remembering. I'm, I'm lucky <laughs> I can remember. I do. So, I have right. a hard time remembering. Who's the next soap? I'm ready. I'm. I'm so excited about the soaps this week. Uh, it feels like it's. It feels like we're like in sweeps because a lot of the stories are starting to pick up really fast again. I like that. I like the pacing. Well, let's. I mean, yeah, Where do you want to go, Candace? Want to hit Y&R? Oh, yeah, that show. Yeah, that show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 That show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I am loving Y&R right now, and congratulations, Y&R, for getting your ratings starting to plummet back up again. Yes, it's about they time. Um, I'm glad yeah, to hear all, that, all and all I'm loving. Went up. Yeah, all the I'm loving went up. that, that Amanda is about to find out if she's related to Hillary. I'm enjoying the storyline a lot. I know a lot of people didn't like it at first because it was starting to go slow, but I'm enjoying Michelle Morgan playing the role of Amanda Sinclair. And, of course, we already know because of the cover that Amanda is actually going to turn out to be Hillary's twin, which I'm excited about. Spoiler alert. Because it gives her a fresh story. Spoiler alert. And maybe a little late. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, yeah, sorry. I thought you guys knew because I saw it on the cover. Because well, I'm going back to what Kim said don't, last yeah. time. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> that I was yeah that okay, I was going to go and, and get yeah that was going to go okay, and get Cand- Josh Griffin yeah Cand- yeah. Candace, I got to tell you, I'm jumping up for joy. I love this week's storylines of Weinar. My favorite would have to be where Victoria and Theo. Did a little flirting over there at society. That was awesome. You know, I, I they, how long have I been on the show? They like two years, three. What your, your on three? Oh, us with us? Yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah 
You're going to, like, it'll be minutes. three Am years around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, okay. I've been on this show for three years, and I've always been rah-rah, like, you know, like, my thing is, is I love the soaps. Everybody knows this, and everybody knows pertaining. The joke is that I work for CBS. I don't. And I always, you know, would, you know, be like, yeah, you're going to, you know. This is one of those times where, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it because I'm not. Because to me, I'm just like, are we, are we really doing this? Are we really, are we really doing this? And it, it crushes me because I feel as though the same storylines – should have been done a year ago. I feel as though yes, with Victoria, okay, Victoria and Theo, really, because I'm sorry. To me, this is Victoria Stitch, Victoria JT, Victoria, and what was that guy's name? The one that I liked. Um, oh, God. Oh, when she was torn. Oh. Oh, um, oh the Michael Rourke character? Yes, Tim. Oh, what was his name? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, oh, was... God. Travis? Was it Travis? Travis. Oh, Travis. you about the Travis. cute blonde guy? The cute blonde yes. guy? That's Travis. Yeah. So, to me, I feel as though it's like, okay, if you're going to try to have Theo and Victoria or Victoria insert her, her, her strength, her new found, I'm a Newman power, and here's Theo, and Theo's the opportunist, you know what? I've seen it before. I've seen it. I saw it. I loved it when it was on the Right now with Young and Restless, you know, about Amanda being spoiler alert, we all knew this a year ago. And that's my problem is that Young and Restless and, you know, as a soap fan, I'm like, okay, we got movement, but we all knew where the movement was going to lead to. That's the problem is that a year ago, Back in May, when they announced that Michelle was coming back, everybody was like, as who? Down the line, people said, as a twin. Two years ago on Twitter, and I have the receipts to prove it, I even said mm-hmm. that the girl was coming back as a twin. So it's like, you did okay. Say that. You I really... remember seeing that. Right. So to me, and that was even before Michelle came back. That's the crazy part. Yep. It's like, you know, it, it's to me. You could have done something else than do the twin storyline. Spoiler. And I understand that you're trying to create drama for Devon and Elena and Nate. I don't see a payoff. I don't see I don't don't see it. And like I said, I'm glad that that they're finally putting movement into the story. So we're a little late. Yeah. And and that I would have, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. I would have liked it if you know if Hillary was still here. Yeah. Or they could. I mean, this is the thing, and I and I don't want to get to because you know with me, you know, with forever in a day as a writer, and, and this is even before I was a writer. And anybody who knows me knows this. I feel as though there's certain times where it's. A cop out. It's a cop out to do certain storylines. Again, Amanda, come on now. Who didn't know where this was going to lead to? It was either two things, and one of those things only works if it stays for our lives. And the other mm-hmm. one is so. So 
with a twin, like, I felt as though there could have been more, like, she didn't even have to be connected to Hillary. That's the thing, is that, guess what, people look alike all the time. Everybody has a twin in the world. That doesn't mean DNA proves that you're a twin. The fact that you're in a town that that has, you know, somebody's face, that's, I mean, it happens. And if you if you can't come up with anything else to elevate a couple or a pairing, then then we have a problem. Because now what we're going to do is Devon is going to be like, oh my god, I can't believe this. And then Elena is even going to be turning into a psychopath. By the way, hybrid. Or they're going to have to face this 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 alternative situation. Mm-hmm. You don't. I, I don't. Like I said, hey, congratulations. But to me, I'm just like, are you serious? Like, we really are doing this. Like, okay. You know, one that's one thing that I don't like, and I'm glad you mentioned pairings. One thing that I don't like is what's going on. Like, what do you think is going on with Lola? Like, what is her problem? First, she got with Something Leo. Something with her liver. She slept Something with Leo. With her liver. With, she, it's, no, but, oh, is that what you think it is? Because the way she's acting when she slept with Theo, and then... She kind of was like hotting a little bit hot and cold with them, and then on top of that, she switched over and started. Um, where it looked to me like I picked up that maybe she was still in love with Kyle the way she was kind of like a little emotional. Then she switched over one more time, the third time, being all rude with um, Noah, Noah. And, and and that gives me an idea like are the writers trying to pair her with Noah now? Like it it just seems like they don't know what to do with Lola now. It's just like they're floating her about trying to pair with these pairings that isn't catching or it's just like the story just doesn't want to mesh. Uh, what do you feel about that, Candace? Do you feel that they should have just let Lola stay in Miami or do you feel that just something's not right with the – nothing against here's, the character or the actress, but what do you feel is going wrong with the storyline? Oh, there's a bunch of things that's going wrong with the storyline. First and foremost, I know it's probably going to end up with pregnancy. That's the sad part. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you, and this is, again, last year, or not even, no, wait, I'm going to say this. I think, Josh, it was, was it was around the time that Mal was still there, where I even said it on the show, I wanted a Finn and a Lola, Kyle, Finn, who else did I say? And somebody oh, else. Finn. And have Summer, yeah, and have Summer come blazing through town. And all the boys are like this. Summer, who? Like, who? And then I wanted the summer cow Lola situation. Two rich kids. <laughs> we got so much to comment. And Lola being the odd girl out. And I wanted Kyle to, if anybody's seen the movie Cruel Intention, except for the icky part, you know, you know, where there was a bet made about Lola. And I kind of wanted that. At the same time, when they did the Billy Summer situation, which I know everybody was grossed out about, I wanted Summer to get knocked up and pass it off saying it was Billy's kid while she slept with Kyle. The problem is is that, okay, it would be too easy for them to do something where something is wrong with our liver. It would be too easy. There's no drama, there's no drama I guess. I don't know. But for some reason, I think she is going to be pregnant. And this is where it's going to be like, okay, so we're reconning how 
Summer is going to feel now because she's a product of a quote-unquote not one-night stand, but the fact that, you know, Sharon and Nick, quote-unquote, super couple, and that Lola and Kyle, so how is Summer going to have to handle? Like, I can already see if it's a pregnancy. That's the, that's the problem is that I think, for me, I don't know, well, if you're feeling this way, or David, you're feeling, or our listeners, is that with Young and Russ, the stories are becoming too predictable. Yeah, because we can and, just about know what's going to happen. Right. Candace, you just caught it. It is. It's it's predictable, and we want action, we want drama, we want suspense, but we want soapy moments. Um, I've got. Some I just wanted it to be a soap opera again. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Well, wait a minute. Let me just clarify something because I know some. I know. Here's the thing. We went April, May, June, July, and half of August with four decades. Yeah, four close to five decades of Young and the Rustless, okay, from beginning until, you know, the last episode. The classic presentations, the show, the business, the romance, the families, the stuff like that. And those, that, and those each week when they, when they showed certain episodes and whatnot, there was one thing that always stood out to everybody. And that one thing was you could tell this was a soap opera. You saw the twist. You saw the turn. You saw the oh my God moment. You don't have that right now. And 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 that's the thing, is that we all know when it's down to Victor and Adam, who's gonna win nine times out of ten? Victor. Who's always gonna be between Adam and Victoria? The odd man out. Victoria. Is Victoria ever gonna get back with Billy? Yeah. Is Billy ever going to grow up? Yes, I think he will, but guess what? He's going to uh, do something that's going to make me mad. With Sharon, Sharon and Ray, will they stay together or won't they stay together? Is Nick and Phyllis really going to be? You all know these answers, and that's the problem. It's too that's the thing. We know the answers. We I want got a something we don't question want. For you. I got a challenging question for you. Okay, since it looks like they really want to push for the Adam and Sharon, you know, Shadam reunion, do you would you like to see Chelsea paired with Ray or with Chance? Or just have her town? Which would you prefer for Chelsea? <sighs> Melissa, it's nothing against the actress. But to me, when they retconned her, that was it for me. Her it, and it pains me, too, because Chelsea was such a good, like, to me, she was a great character. Yeah. But when they retconned her, when she returned, when she returned, and it was like, oh, she's a saint, along with Chloe, I was like, yeah. we need to cut it right now. We need to cut it. Her, you know what was missing? You know what was missing? What? Is she didn't feel the flack from Lauren for what she did before she left. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, the thing is, is that, okay, when, when Chelsea left town, I, okay, this is, this, is, this is such a writer in me to say this, okay, but also a fan, too. It's okay to tap back into the character's history, okay? It's fine. It's okay. Douglas Marlin and Claire Levine always said that. 
it's fine to tap into the If you don't have stories for the character in the present, go back into their past and pull from it. That's what they did with Chelsea. She started out as a, as a con artist, hence why the child's name is Connor. Okay? Connor. Okay? For her to con and do that, fine. But when she came back, she did not feel the heat. Nor did Chloe. Chloe like, should have like, felt uh, Chloe should have felt so much heat from everybody. Like, okay, her and Chelsea are friends again. Excuse me? I'm sorry, but you you technically killed my husband. You're technically the reason I'm in this position. Like, are we not going to remember? I, oh, that's right. We don't remember the Justin Hartley years on Young and Russell's. I am so sorry, Young and Russell's fans. I'm I am sorry, so I sorry. Do. I forgot. I mean, I do too, but apparently some people don't. You know what the turn off for me with Chelsea? The turn off for me with Chelsea, and and again, nothing on the actress. It's just to me, this is what I'm feeling. I feel that Chelsea's babying Adam way too much. Babying him? I. It's not babying him. What it is is ownership of him, and that's the thing. It's like okay. Chelsea, you were through with Adam when you found out he was alive. This is what I'm talking about, the reconning. You yeah. moved on with your life. You conned another person. By the way, I don't think they should have killed off Gordon Thompson. I'm just saying, okay, whatever. The problem is you that go. now you're only, you're only, you, you feel, like, I don't know where this is all coming from. That's another thing. It's like, if you would give me, like, okay, he's spending time with Sharon. Are you threatened by Sharon? Well, you should be, actually. But I just don't see, and again, I don't want anybody fired, but at the same time, it's like, okay, what's Chelsea's point? What is the agenda yeah. for Ch- Chelsea at this stage? You know what I miss? I, I miss, and I've said it before on your podcast here. But I miss the, the I miss the cat fights in daytime. Like all we're getting lately between cat fights is we barely got the Sharon and and Chelsea cat fights. That's what you want to call it. But like it just seems like they just want to do the cat fights between Abby and Phyllis, and it's getting a little stale. What do you think about that, that uh, Abby, Candace Abby and David? Versus- do you feel they should add some more umph into the situation of these storylines that they're writing, or what do you think about that? David, go ahead. Uh, maybe they should bring in one of the the dolls. <laughs> it's um, not even dead. I don't know. It, it has, okay, it has to challenge, be better writing. Challenging question for both of you. Do you think yeah, it's time? Ahead. Do you think it's time for YNR to just admit they need to change writers again, Candace? Or do you, you, or do you want to give them the benefit benefit of the doubt? And do you think that we can still turn things around? Because we still have what? sweeps to go coming up in November. Do you think he's up to the par, or do you think? I mean, again, nothing against everybody, but a lot of the fans are agreeing here. Do you think it's just lazy? You know what, writing. What do you feel is going on here with Young and the Restless? What do you think is missing? What was that term you used, Candace? Ben Con, reconnaissance. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That. 
here's the thing. I I give Josh Griffin a lot of flack, even though I know everybody says I give Ron flack. But the the fact is is that Josh Griffin has been at Younger the Russells before. This is not his first yep. rodeo over Younger the Russells. The thing is is that you know he's a good writer. I mean, he co-created one of my favorite soaps, Sunset Beach, and he's done he. He could do good stories. The yeah, problem can. that Young and the Rustless is having is <clears throat> probably political. You, is is well, here's the thing. CB has always been conservative. The problem is is that we're going to need somebody to help find the way to <clears throat> to get Young and the Rustless back into good storytelling without making it boring. Right, and, and the fact don't that depend you, on a person. Yeah, you and can just actually one person have, look, to do that. One I, character. I'll tell you, this. you can you can have and I just it's so funny, Will, because I literally had this conversation thirty minutes before I called into the show. It's <laughs> fine for a show to have more than one co head writer. It's okay I thought Antonio to do was that. on there. I thought Oh, no, Tony, no, see, so Tony and Josh are co-executive producers. Josh yeah. Griffin is the head writer, and then he has other writers under him. So Josh Griffin right. is the head writer. You can have co-head writers on your team. Yeah, he's the Bible. What you need to he's do is have somebody to, to represent past, present, and future, young, old, and in between. Here's the thing. Kate Alder is not as much as I want for her to come back as a story consultant, right now she's enjoying life. Hey, Cass, that's why you got Susan um, Susan coming back over. I can't remember her last name right now, but she's over there. That's what I heard. I heard that, too, that they were putting she, in somebody she came back. She came to back. add with the yeah. writing to make it yeah. even slow. Well, yeah, well I heard she about had, that. She's, a story, she's a story consultant, and that's fine. You can have one or two. For co-head writer, look, if I had, if I had my way, no, I know some people say, can let's go over that. No, I'm, 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 I'm satisfied where I'm at right now. Um, I mean, down the line, maybe. You could have somebody to represent the Bell era, which was Sally. Or you can bring somebody else that represented it. I know people are going to be mad when I say these two names, but guess what? I'm saying it. It's you need somebody to bring the oomph. You need somebody to bring the oomph to the writing. Josh can stay. But you can bring Charles Pratt back. You can bring back um, Amal Young. You well, well, you know he's kind of dizzy too. Um, yeah. He is. I mean, yeah, you can definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's on the writing team too. I mean, you could. I mean, yeah, you could have James James Brown over there too as a head writer. You do that. I mean, that's why I said somebody to represent the Bell era. And when I, I don't mean who worked with Bell, but who was a part of that era, you know, with the Agnes Nixes, with the Douglas, with the Claire, with, you know, all of these wonderful writing, you know. Yeah, you can have James be there. So you have James. You have, you know, you do need a female. So, yeah, Susan can move up from story consultant to being a co-head writer or have Sarah be, um, um, Bibble over there. 
and be a co-head writer because she represents the, the kind of the present, future, young part. It's fine. It's like Josh does need help. I mean, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Josh needs help with this story because, first and foremost, you can't retcon somebody else's writing. And that's no, what he can't. did. That's why I said, apparently we're going to forget about the Justin Hartley years as Adam. Because there was a lot okay, of movement so, with Adam's character. And so I got another you can, quick question for you. Okay. Um, what do you think about, and I don't know if you caught this or not, Candice, during the week, but did you see where Lily was talking with um, Billy? And it looks like she's kind of like semi-flirting with him as well. But then she throws a fit because it seems like Billy's getting close to Amanda. Do you feel that they missed out on doing a Lily and Billy pairing as they were supposed to have done? Or do you think they just should let Billy go and stay with Amanda and just leave it at that? What do you feel is off of the story? I like the fact that first and foremost we got Lily and Billy actually working together. And I like the fact that Lily is going to call Billy out on his crap. You have not had a female yeah. to do that. And who's better than Lily? They have history. Do I want yeah. a romantic pairing between Lily and Billy? Sure. Yeah, I do. Do I want Eventually. one with Billy and Amanda? Do I want one with Billy and Amanda? Heck yeah. All the pairings that they could have, should have done with Hillary, I'm all for for Amanda. And I've said that. Her and Billy, her and Nick, her, even though I want Lily and Nick, hold on. I just, to me, I know they're setting the stage for, especially now, obviously, Amanda versus Lily in some way. Gee, I wonder where they got that from. So what is the big deal? Why can't they pair Nick with Lily? Like, what is the big deal? Are they just so set on doing oh, Liz, uh, Nick pair, and Phyllis pair. together? I mean, they it. could do so much with so many stories. Well, here's the thing. The, the reason I've always said Nick and Lily is obviously because if you guys remember that special Christmas episode they did years ago. Yes. They actually yes. had Nick and Lily. And that's when I first realized, I was like, oh, oh, wait. And it would kind of make, you know, sense in the well, not sense, but it would be interesting to see Neil's daughter, Neil and Drusilla's daughter, with Victor and Nikki's daughter, considering the history that Neil and Victor had. That's why I said even with Billy yeah. and Lily, it's just it's, it's, it's just a part of the show's DNA. And I think they could do it if, again, giving the time and the material to do so. But yeah, I don't know. Is there you know, time? Yeah, I mean, I would Is love there to see, that I, would, I would love to see. I would love to have seen. You know, Billy. Like I'm enjoying. Let me just say this. I will give Young and the Rustlers the best. When they had because when Michelle Morgan came back, the first thing I said was have her be with other people outside of the orbit that they were going to put her in. A la. I knew they were going to have her cross paths with Devon. I knew it. It made common sense. But don't have it where that's the only people in the orbit. Then you had right. her with Nate. Okay. Then you had okay. her with Billy. I was like, oh. I was like, are we, are we, are we going to go there? We, no, we're not going to go there. They even had, if you guys remember, they had her with Adam. And I was like, let's go. I was like, let's go. Come on, young. Let's go. Why not? Mm -hmm. If we're not going to do the comparisons, have her at least bring the character back so she could be 
here, not like a, you know, like have her come with other people that when she was on as Hillary, she wasn't able to. Because I still say Hillary and Jack should have hooked up. I should, I, you know, Hillary and Nick should have hooked up. You know, like that was the opportunity. And you're doing it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it. I would love this. Like, you know, I am enjoying Billy and Amanda. I'm enjoying Lily and Billy's. The fact that, you know, again, Lily has Billy on a straight and narrow. Would I like to see I something love, come I love out of Lily. it? I love when yeah. Billy when Lily told Billy this week she's coming in from her trip and coming in the office and tri- Billy's talking and I love how Lily finally tells them Billy can you please be quiet <laughs> I mean yeah that part when she said that was, I swear Candace it felt like Drew something. being back it felt like Drew was was back in and on Y and R. Showing her sass. Yeah. That's what I love about Lily. She's got that inner Drew that just, it, it pops. And I love that about Lily. <laughs> and it has to come out a little more. Yeah. Oh, but Maybe with no. Susan there, that can do, we can, maybe with <laughs> Susan yeah, there, hope. she can help that out. Well, it should have. Mm, Susan, I don't want to put so much on you, girl. I, I well, love before you. you. You know that. Before you switch over to the other soap, Candace and, and uh, David, I was just going to yeah. drop a few little spoilers for you for the Y&R. This is going to get really well, good. So get ready. Well, There's well, Victoria hey, well. and Theo. Victoria and Theo share a oh. night of passion. Tessa's oh. surprised when Anna shows up at the shoebox with an offer. And Phyllis runs into an old face. And the Grand Phoenix burns down. Chance gets surgery. Hmm. Chance? Hmm. What? Yeah. Chance Chance is going to get surgery. Well, that would be something if the Grand Phoenix burned down. I think it would be a blessing. Amen. Okay, so my, my, my final question for Brian R. here for both of you is what do you feel about this Adam storyline? Do you feel like fans oh are saying that it's become the Adam show, or do you feel that the storyline is picking up about Adam and his past? Where do you feel about this? I think it should have started a little earlier in in his time. It shouldn't have been it. Maybe when Justin came on, maybe if they did it then... Go back further. Go back further. Or maybe even further than that. Yeah. Here's my problem. First and foremost, this is why... This is what happens when you bring back a character and you really don't have a purpose for them just just because you you just brought them back. My thing is is that, and I'm not being... Because I normally will say this. I mean, I've, I've, David, you heard me say this. I didn't see the point of bringing sure. Adam back. Um, you do not. There's nothing against. Because to me, if you're going to say that he did something when he was a kid, this should have started with Chris Eager, the first Adam. Yes. Yeah, you're the first retconning, one. The first adult one. You're rec- yeah, you're retconning Adam's history. And the fact that, first and foremost, people are saying hope, hope, hope. Y'all forget they killed off Hope, so we can't we can't use her. <laughs> um, they yeah, always yeah, try to find a new purpose for Adam, and it's like, okay, 
what what are you gonna say next? Like it's it's to me, it's not the Adam show. It's just you're constantly reconning Adam to fit a mold that is not. Mhm. Like you're okay, using you're, one okay. character to try and save the show. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And not only that, but again, it goes back to my whole year ago. A year ago, even before Chance was, I mean, before, yeah, before Chance was even on the show, I was so yeah. interested in what was happening with Adam and Chance in Vegas, it was not even funny. I was like, oh, okay, Chance is no longer in the military. Like, okay, the last time we saw Chance, Chance was in the witness protection program, came out, then went back into the military. That's when John Driscoll played him. So, yeah, yeah. okay, he's out of the military. Like, oh, what? Ha- he knows Adam? Like, how does he know Adam? Like, of two characters completely on the opposite, for them to find a friendship in Vegas, what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas. We all know that. Right. They dropped the ball with that, and now they're picking. See, I feel as though, like, Josh, like, somebody at CBS and Sony said, hey, Josh, um, we need to talk to you about what's going on with Young and Restless because mm, it doesn't look good for and Josh is like, oh no, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna fill in the blanks. So we're gonna start with Adam and Chance and their friendship that we dropped. Okay, and then we're gonna do Amanda, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna, you know, for once and for all with the Grand Phoenix, go, you know, if that, you know, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I, I personally, I'm gonna be honest, it's nothing against the actors. It's just I'm not really. I'm not really invested in the story unless you're going to shock me. Yeah, I want to. And I don't. I want to. And don't make it say, don't shock and say that we find out that Hope was the one who really killed him. Right. I'm not going to go for that. What? David and Candace, are you liking chances of being the new detective, or do you think they messed up by not bringing Paul back? How do you feel about that? Okay. A lot of fans would like to know that question. Here's the thing. Chance was a detective before he even left the show. So right. to me, yeah, that's was. not even a problem. He was already, it was him, Ronan, Paul, they were all on the, on the detective, on, on the police department. It's not like Chance right. just got a promotion and bumped anybody out. That's the only thing I can honestly say that, well, no, there's a couple of things I could say. But that was already Chance's whole thing. He was already a detective at the D.C. PD. He was already there. He was already it's on. Not, it's nothing new. Yeah, it was nothing new. So, so Candace and David, who do you want Lola to be paired with? Do you want her to get back to Kyle? Or do you want her to connect with Noah, who, as we all know, spoiler alert, will be coming back on into Genoa City? Or do you want Lola to just stay with Theo? What do you feel that they should do with Lola? David? Yes. I don't know. Test her around. I don't know. Is is Rob Adamson back for good? I can pray. I'm thinking pray it's a recurring thing because as far as I know, as far as like a spoiler alert, is that Noah does return again, and he'll he'll have more scenes with Lola coming up. So that's what I'm saying. Oh. Do you feel that they could do a pairing with Lola <laughs> and Noah, or should they just leave her with Theo? What do you feel about this, Candace and David? I'm like, uh, maybe she should give Theo a run for his money and 
look elsewhere because he's a little bit um Theo's still stuck on himself more. And I don't know if she's gonna be able to tame him. The way that she So I don't know. She might need maybe new blood. See, my main concern with Lola is the fact that they, and this is just a pattern. Let's follow the pattern. First, she got mad at Kyle over a purse. She got mad at Theo over a text. So the question is, what's next? Is she going to get mad at Noah because he forgot something? If they go on a date, like maybe he, no, I don't think so. he forgot. To, like, Here's the thing. You know, it's okay. the way I'm picking up on her character. What do you feel is missing here, like? We need to give her some more depth or something, right, Candace? What's here's, what's missing with this well, Lola character? Here's the here's the problem. They've redone Theo. Here's okay. <clears throat> Let me just break it down. You asked about who should Lola be with. With Kyle, when they made Kyle a Lola, when how can I say that? When they tamed Kyle, I was like, okay, we're not going to be able to work with this because I always wanted the story where. Lola was having issues fitting in and adapting to the Abbott world. And we saw that, we kind of saw that with the purse, you know, is that she doesn't like when people buy her fancy things. She's, she's, a, a, she's, she's a, a modern woman. She wants to do things on her own. I had no problem with, I mean, even though that scene was kind of like over the top, the thing is, is that she didn't like, and I think that's when she first accepted the fact that, oh, this is what Kyle Abbott's about. Like, Kyle doesn't know how to handle money. Like, he's just like, okay, here, look, ta-da, I can buy you whatever you want. With Theo, I did tempt Lola and Theo because I was like, ooh, bad boy, here's a, you know, sensible girl. But she's not one of those weak girls. They complete. I don't know what happened between those two because I was like all for it, and something happened in the in the mix of the last couple of episodes. Where I'm like, okay, Theo is back to himself. Yeah, he's conniving. He's sneaky. I love it, but it's something. He is too much over the topness. Now, to be honest, Noah and Lola, let's go. I want to see this. I wouldn't mind seeing. Noah, who is an observer like Lola, I wouldn't mind seeing that if done right. And it's I don't be think done there's right. a pattern. Right, and I don't see a pattern. What I see is the fact that she's she's not like a Summer. She's not like a Abby. Hell, she's not no. even like a Lily. Like she's somebody who's seen her parents get cheated. Like. Dad cheated on mom, mom cheated on, you know, the brothers got cheated on. She doesn't want to be cheated on. She doesn't want to have a dysfunctional life. But at the same time, she's yep. a person who's very independent, and she works. I swear, Josh, you better not have her be pregnant. Like, I'm sorry. But like, you know what, Candace? That's an old Candace and David, but you know what? I also I I would love to see Noah Lo, Noah and and Lola together because I was like you I really wanted Lola and Theo to work, but now it looks like they're changing him around, which is fine. That's why I'm okay with him hooking up with Victoria because there's going to be a little bit steamy there. But as far as Noah and Lola, yes, they would be fun. But the other part is that it's just 
um, and you'll laugh. But another thing us fans are catching up on is we see some major chemistry between Lola and Mariah. There's some chemistry that they could have done with that, too. It could have gone either way. Here's the here's thing. Okay, you said something about Victoria, right? Yeah. Victoria and Theo yes. are not Victoria and Billy. That's another thing. If Josh is going to try to do a Victoria Billy thing with Theo and Victoria, I'm going to really go to L.A. and do something. I'm not threatening anybody. I'm just saying I'm going over there. Because to me, again, for Victoria and Theo, that's, that's stretching it a little bit. That is stretching it. Because what good is Theo for Victoria? Nothing. Well, you know what? I figured they were going to do this even before I heard about the little rumors and spoiler alert about it. I figured they were going to do a Theo and Victoria pairing just like kind of test them out because as soon as I found out that Theo was going to work at Chancellor Communications and you see that Billy and Theo are working together, but they're going to butt heads because they're both kind of like alphas. So, of course, you're going to have two guys in one room and they're going to be fighting it out in their own way. Billy's in control. It kind of makes sense that they would pour, put him a little bit with Victoria because that's going to give him more friction between him and Billy. What do you think? Do you think they should have done that, or do you think they should have not gone in that direction? They shouldn't go in that direction. I just want, for the record, I just want to say this, that um, Theo's not an abbot. I just want to constantly say that. Right. He's and a brook. to me, he's a brook. And to me, having, again, it, it to me, it doesn't make any sense. Because if you're going to have Theo over there, why not make a play for Lily? Hmm. He, you know, because think about it. Victoria right now, like, okay, if Theo wants to make a name for himself, you know, and, and still think I still got it, I mean, he did that when he tried to flirt with Chloe and Chelsea. Did we forget about that thing? Because that's showing up what he's doing. The fact that, you know, they could have had Theo and Phyllis. And that was a couple of oh, times God. that they could have done that. Yes, that they had a lot of chemistry have, between him and Michelle Stafford. Um, Tyler was it Tyler Johnson and Michelle Stafford. Oh, my God. They've got some major heat chemistry right there. Every time when they did those scenes, you remember when he was dating Summer and she really was being a little, oh, well, Theo, Weird. you know, you need to be a little more up the ball and up to up to the plate. I love those challenging scenes because you can see the major chemistry between those two actors you, and the characters you and right see off the, the screen. It pops. You want to see sparks. Mm-hmm. So, Candace and David, sparks. what do you feel about what do you feel about Kyle and Nick? Like, what do you think they should go with their characters because it seems like they're stuck in a rut. You've got Kyle stuck with Summer, and it looks like he's kind of unhappy. He's not – I mean, sure, he moved in with Summer, and supposedly they're getting a house from Nick. But other than that, it's kind of like, meh. And then you got Nick with Phyllis, and all they're doing is playing video games and playing around in yeah. the middle of the afternoon. What do you feel yeah, about that? Where do you think you can change that? they got to do something. Um <sighs> They, there's no movement there. I know what you're talking about. It's just that they're there, but there's no 
story. So, Candace, what do you what do you feel? Do you feel that Y&R has just too many characters going on in Genoa City, or do you think that it could be well paced? What do you what do you feel could be changed? Writing. Thank writing. you, thank you. We agree. Yes, and I agree. It is writing. It is it's to the point where I because I've been saying this too. Why has it feel it's been around Jack? Like. Michelle's been back on the show now, and I'm trying to remember all the scenes she's had with Peter Bergman. You can give me Nick and Phyllis having fun. I'm fine with that. But let's be real for a second. Phyllis needs to be around Jack, too. And this whole Abby versus Phyllis since when? This should be Abby versus Summer. If we're going to go there, let's go there. Some of the stories does not measure up. Yes, Victoria being being the boss of Newman, heads off to you, girl. But it ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna last. And that's you don't the, think and, it'll last. unless you shock me, unless you shock me, young and restless, I'm gonna just call it. We know that somewhere down the line, Victor is gonna hand the keys over to Adam, or he's gonna be back. Like Victoria is just there. Her, you know, her boss move when she gave Chancellor, you know, the media and stuff, I'm like, okay, Young and Russell, you did kind of learn something. And I don't want anybody to say, well, Candace, Dang, you're really downplaying Young and Russell tonight. Young and Russell did learn some things, that business is a part of a story. You have the Newman and you have all the families technically represented through business. Hamilton Winters with the clinics, right? Right, yes. Chancellor, Chancellor Media. Right? Newman Enterprises, Jabot, you have uh, Grand Phoenix, you have the boutiques, you do have Ralph Fenmore. So really everybody has a a business going on. So we've learned that. The next thing you need to do is relationships. I'm sorry. I, I, I need some movement. I mean, it's like, okay, that's why I'm saying, like, Josh, just, 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 just open the opportunities here. You're a little late on some of the stories. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. You can still, you can still make this turn around. You can turn this around real quick. Revisit. I'm going to tell you some of the things that they should do. Revisit Theo and Kyle's New York situation. Yep. Because I'm sorry, y'all telling me that y'all that Kyle and Theo did the right thing by dropping off the girl who had alcohol poison in front of the clinic was nothing big. You better climb and just big. be like, that was nothing. Like that was when the way they set it up. If you remember, David, because we even talked, because me and yeah. Anthony kept saying this, something better yeah. happen, saying about baby or something. But for you to say that they did a good act, no, let's revisit it. Okay, so that night. I think Candace, Candace, I think why they changed that that angle was because you'll laugh, but the fans were kind of picking up that Kyle and Theo may have had like a little off affair or something together. The way they were acting, and I they wouldn't were mind like, that. I, and I wouldn't mind that. They were that. acting like cross lovers, and I would have loved it. I would have loved that storyline. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> I feel as though okay, yeah, there was some sexual situations going on, but at the end of the day. The payoff of Kyle, Theo, and the state was around the same time with Adam and Chance. You build it all up for weeks and months, and it was no payoff. 
You can go back. Let's revisit Adam and Ch- Look, stuff happened in Vegas. Like, oh, shoot. You know, remember when we talked about that girl who we paid off? Well, guess what? She said she's going to tell somebody. And then somebody finds out, well, what really happened in Vegas? Uh, nothing. You know Phyllis is going to find out, even though Phyllis should have found out. But we can say somebody else, like Abby, gets a phone call from somebody saying, hey, you're Adam, Abby Newman. You know Chance, Chancellor, you know, so the Chancellor, yeah, I just want to let you know that he's not telling the truth. Da, 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 da. We find out they killed the guy. They, something happened. Okay, there was a fight. There was an altercation. Let's bring some stuff back and put to, to make it more interesting. Have the out the outline be that the reason that you know, like Adam, like this whole AJ thing, it could be connected to the Vegas stuff. Like, but they didn't have to mm-hmm. say it was a child. Like he was a child. We could have had this AJ person be somebody in Vegas that owed Adam money or Adam owed money or, you know, even Chance was doing some corrupting stuff. And they killed the guy. And come to find out that it was Elisa's, you know, like Elisa's come to town, new character played by um, Sarah Brown. Hey, girl. And, you know, saying, oh, my God, like my father went to Vegas and da-da-da, and they said they saw you but I thought you were dead. Like, and then bring Melissa Claire Egan on. See, that's how you could have done the current situation with Adam as when it was, you know, going on with the Vegas. Or bring the Vegas stuff back. Like, Josh, you can, you can really do this. Okay. Movement. As far as Nick and Phyllis goes, well, here's the thing. Like Phyllis told Nick, you're always going to be you. The one thing that I appreciate, I love Sharon and Nick. I love yeah, I do too. Sharon. I love Sharon and Adam. Sharon and Nick. Sharon and Dylan. Sharon I love and Sharon Point Blank. I just love Sharon, Sharon and Ray. Blank. So I like them too, and I didn't like Jack and Victor and them. I didn't. But with Phyllis and Nick, the reality is is that they see each other for their true self. And, and they don't have to impress one another. Right, they don't they have don't to have impress much. one another. Mel, you can still have that. You can still have that. That's fine. But don't forget that, you know, with Nick, and you see it more with Nick, is that he can venture out. Phyllis has only been in Abby's world and Nick's world. She knows Jack. She knows Bill Nikki. Yeah. Guess what? She could also, when she goes pet, like, she, here, 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 I'm going to help, help somebody out with this. She can go to the police department, and there could be a scene with Paul and Cricket. Well, Paul, well, Cricket, yeah, Cricket still works, like, you know, but she's not the end. Like, when that whole thing was going on, Phyllis could have been like, hmm, I squashed you, little bug. I squashed you good. Like, something, play off the history. You can do that. It's not that hard. But that's why I said, you know, I know right now Josh is doing the best thing he can for that show. But yeah. we're going to need some more movement. We're going to need some more movement because you take a look at GH, take a look at Bold, you take a look at Days. Yes, I'm proud that all the soaps went up this past week. Congratulations. Yeah. But between Young and Bold, it was not that it was close. 
But Candace, I'm worried. We're neck I'm and neck. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, the way I was telling you, was, I was neck. worried. <laughs> there was like a couple. There were a couple thousand like viewers, but remember, both took over one time from Young and the Ruffles. Yeah, they did. But Candace and David, what I Don't wanted to help. tell you was what my concern was. I was worried that now that we see that Amanda is going to be the you know the, the twin for Hillary, and it's obvious they're going to try to probably put her for a little bit with Billy, and then obviously with Devon down the road. Um, what do you think Lily's going to steal? Um, do you think that there's still a chance for Lily to, to get a storyline, or do you think they're going to be predictable and bring Kane back, which I don't want. I don't want her to try to Kane like just Kane because it takes away her the depth and the the involvement of her character. I mean, there's more to Lily than just Lily and Kane. He just said it. It's okay because I'm I'm having this thing right now with when you only have one part of a pairing on the show and quote unquote they're not going to write for the character Lily is a main fixture of Young and the Ruffles to see her playing a boss and kind of having her own identity in a business storyline because for so many years we've all said she needs to run her own corporation she needs to again the fact that she's with Billy it's so interesting because it is, again, she's a boss. Down the line, they can bring Kane back with better writing. No offense to Daniel, but the way they wrote Kane, even when he was with Lily, like I said, at first it was fine. But after you constantly had Kane cheat and hurt Lily as a fan, and, I'm a, and I, can, I can dish both sides. As a fan, I got disgusted with it. I was like, if this is the yeah. only thing you can do for him in this pairing is to hurt her constantly, then we need to take a break. Right. We need we to kind of like, we need to like, you, until you figure this out, when she, with the baby Sam storyline, Oh, that's when I was like, you know what? We're going to take a timeout. And I need to take a timeout. And okay. and to me, you know, like, I... And that's well, crazy. No, I'm just saying, you know, she doesn't okay. even mention Sam in, in her return. She doesn't mention Sam when she mentions the kids. You notice she doesn't mention Sam. So that's kind of like an insult to the storyline that, like you said, they had in, in the past with Kane. They well, should have never well, done that. The they should have never that. added Sam. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I know what they were trying to do. I know what they were trying to do with that storyline, and it failed. It failed. It it totally failed. I see what the direction they were going, but they failed. It wasn't even supposed to be a baby. And if anybody knows the situation, you remember the writers. That was around the time the writer switches started. And Mm -hmm. to me, what what would last? What would hurt Lily more than just a cheat? A baby, because a baby. remember, she couldn't have a baby. She couldn't have Kane's right. baby biologically. If you remember, her uterus was—I mean, that was gone. That was right. cancer. It made sense at the time, but the the fall, the rest of the story didn't pan out because really, we all forget about Sam. 
<laughs> like, mm-hmm. you forget about Sam. Like, oh, shoot. Like, wait. Sure. And not only that, but remember, but remember the question was, how do we know that was really Kane's baby? We don't. Right. And we may never. Because there was a whole bunch of possibilities. Yeah. whole bunch. But we so, got 30 minutes. So, but, we should go on to the next one. Yeah, right, who is what's, it, what's the about? next soap that y'all doing? Uh, we did both. Do we do, do, we do, do a GH? You got to go quick. We Okay, right. you want to bring... What's the good news, Candace? We did learn some good hey. news. Yes, we did. General Hospital is Candace's favorite soap again. Woohoo! <laughs> no, so we learned that Kim Delaney, daytime fan favorite, is coming back to ABC in an undisclosed role, even though some of us on social media can guess what character it is by elimination of, of elimination. Yeah, that whole thing. I can tell you this, she ain't going to play Elizabeth's mom. That's the whole that joke. Well, that was mine. Well, no, no, no. That so, was mine. Okay, survey. So wait, so wait a minute. So you know how they do on the family food? Like, okay, survey says, ding, Chase, Chase's mom. Well, yeah. Chase's mom? Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's the well, alleged rumor. Allegedly, she's gonna play. Well, Chase's I had them mom. as both. I had them as oh, both. Nah, it ain't gonna. Come on now. This is, it, look, it may be my favorite soap again, but it ain't going to be that. It, no. Because they would have, they would have, they would already had Chase and Elizabeth in scenes together. You know what I mean? Like, they would have, like, kind of, like, oh, hmm, sort of like with Nina, Nell, Nina, Willow, right. you know. But you don't yeah, think they... is coming. Mm-mm. Who do you want her to be? Um... <laughs> I mean, I really wanted her to be Elizabeth's mom, but I. But you know, after 23 years of hoping and praying to soap Jesus, Carolyn I'm, I'm Weber. Terms with, I, right? I, I would. You know do you what? think and, she's gonna? This, do you think she's gonna be okay. Chance's mom because they're mentioning the wedding coming up for him and Anna for Finn? Yeah, that's why Chase's mom. Chase's mom. Yeah, Chase's mom. Which is Finn's stepmom? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I'm just course, guessing. Right? I'm just guessing, but I figured it'd be his. I figured she's gonna probably be Chase's mom, since they keep stressing that Anna and Finn are supposed to be getting married really soon. My guess is probably November sweeps. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so I'm gonna. So this is not common knowledge, but I think you know for some of this. First and foremost, Kim Delaney coming back to ABC DA Tom is a huge get for GH. So heads off to you, GH, for doing this. Guess you know. Guess mm-hmm. stunt casting at its best. <clears throat> Her playing a assisting character, and by existing, I mean who's been on for a long time, mother, would shock the hell out of all of us. If she Especially was, Carolyn Webber. If she was to play, yeah, if she was to play Elizabeth's mom, and at the same time, if that, like, let's hypothetically do the what else. If if she was to play. Elizabeth Weber's mom. Okay, let me just tell you right now, 
the writing team over at General Hospital better have two special episodes dedicated to where the hell Elizabeth's mom been for 23 years. Through the girl's rape, suicide situation, yep. marriages, babies, Jake's death, Jake's rebirth, all of this stuff, where the heck has she been, especially with Hayden? Okay? Her plane I know. Chase, I mean, I'm, right. Here's the thing. Right They've with, been talking with about Gregory Chase. Right. And here's the thing. You have them talking about this wedding and about the, the stepmom. Hmm. Conveniently, Kim Delaney is coming. Hmm. Gee, wonder. They never cast. They never bring on somebody to be the character that the fans hope they can be, the actors are. And I can say this, 20 Bucks says that Michael E. Knight and her are going to share a scene together, and it's going to be an All My Children reference. Whether it's, you look like a girl from from the Valley, meaning Pine Valley. Or Or you remind me of my sister. No, it it won't it won't be like it'll probably be like this. It'll be like, you know, they cross paths and everything and he'd be like, you know, you look like a girl I used to know in the valley. Did did you have a friend named Jesse? Or <laughs> don't or might suggest you um no, if 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 like it's a court scene and he comes over and says, um, if you ever need a lawyer for anything like Jesse's exploding if they do something like that, I'm going to be like, really? Like, y'all really couldn't do, really? And if her name is Angela, I'm going to be, I'm going to scream. I'm like, y'all, you really, like, y'all got Martin Gray, and y'all, like, I don't, you know. If they even, yeah, and you, you, just, you just said that, too, about Jenny and Greg. I'm like, really? Like, I, I mean, you know like what? I said, they, like, Okay. I just want to say that I want to give out kudos real quick to GH because yes, Candace, they are on the ball. They're they're on fire right now. Cyrus being in charge of a hospital, being the villain, that's heating it up. I like the chemistry going on between Sam and Brando. That is some major chemistry there. If they really willing to go there, I could see where it would happen. Also, Alexis getting uh, in trouble with what's going on with what happened to Neil. Oh my goodness, that's intense. <laughs> And oh, I'm enjoying Lord. the fact of what's going on with Nell, even though she's supposed to be, is she dead or is she not? Um, is... There's some stuff coming up with Nell, believe me. Um, even though she's supposed to be gone, the after effects that's going on, I'm loving the storyline. GH is on fire right now. GH is at a good, po- a good place. However, there's still some holes. What the mess was that about Neil? And I and I and I echo everybody on social media. What was that, Gh? Because that was Cyrus, out of left field. Cyrus is Cyrus is behind killing Neil to I, make I, it I look like Alexis that. did it or something like that. I, I, he's trying to. I understand what he, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is that okay? <clears throat> out of certain characters on this show, you yeah. chose to kill off that character. And the thing is, is that even if it's a plot point situation, it still made no sense. The fact that you got the hot, now here's where I will say this. I'm glad that GH, Frank, Chris, Dan, you are Mm -hmm. remembering that the show is called General 
hospital. You're incorporating the drama with the hospital. Yes, having right. Cyrus being there, Valentine being there, that is giving that is that is what made the show work. Don't forget that. Don't lose sight. Yes. Sam and Brando have chemistry. I know people said Brando and Molly, but here's the problem with that. I would have to be invested in Molly. And when I say invested, she needs to be on longer than More six often. weeks. Yep. Okay. That's why I couldn't get behind the Molly TJ, you know, Molly cheated on TJ. Guess what? Nothing against them, but they haven't been on for me to be invested in if she cheated or not. Um, right. So, Candace and David, do you guys like Trina's character, um, the one that is between the triangle right now with Cameron and Jocelyn? What are you liking about her character? Do you feel they could give her some more depth and storyline? She's funky. Mm-hmm. I like her. I like the Would fact she... that she's tagged. I'm going to say this. I like it because she's tagged child. Yeah, we ain't going to record that either. I love the fact Okay, so <laughs> Candice, you're going to scream okay. when you find out Trina's true connection is. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm already preparing, but my thing is, is that this is, okay, let me just preference this right now. We had a, yeah. a guest on, on take two named Chad Brandon. Everybody knows that on General Hospital, I like Xander Smith, okay? Mm-hmm. The irony of Xander Smith's son being connected to Carly's son, I mean, child, sorry, daughter, and Tagan's daughter is funny to me. Considering if you go back into the history, you know, they didn't like each Carly other. and Xander, they didn't like each other, especially Tagan. He couldn't stand Xander. So to me, I'm like, okay, first and foremost, you have a, and if you want to peel it back, to make the more yeah. funny, it's Elizabeth's son. It's friends with Carly's daughter, yeah. and they're friends with Taggart's daughter. That's the mm-hmm. it's like It's like the history. All I need to see, this is why Deb should have been Brenda's son, because this would have made it even more soapy. The fact that Carly's daughter is involved with two of her enemies, like, that's just soap right there, folks. I'm enjoying Trina. I'm enjoying the fact that Jocelyn treats Cameron like Carly treats Jason. And I like the fact that Cameron comes to see that he's only going to be a friend to Jocelyn and nothing more right now. But here's Trina, who is kind of being there for Cameron and vice versa. They've been through a traumatic experience, and they were there for each other. I like their friendship because chemistry. I like their chemistry. I like the chemistry, but more so I like the fact that GH also remembers that they were known for having friendships on that show. Mm-hmm. For yeah. me, I grew up watching GH when Brenda, AJ, and all of them was in high school, and that was the click. You know, Brenda, Stone, all of them, you know, Robin. That was my click. My real click, though, because I got to know them from day one, was Lucky, Liz, Emily, Nicholas, Gia, Juan, Xander, Sarah, and the add-ons. General Hospital 
kind of forgot about that. After Dylan, Spinelli, and them, they didn't have a click. I like the fact that they have a click with Deb, even though we don't see him. Cameron, Trent, yeah, like, and they're all connected anyway. to the, yeah, but they're connected to the root of the show. Like, Jocelyn is a Spencer. Cameron is a Weber, who's also a yeah. hybrid to a Spencer. And Trina, mm-hmm. hey, she's Taggart's child. And Taggart has connections in, in PC. So to me, I, GH right now. The next now, generation. They're the next generation. Yeah, and that's what they need to focus on. Like, Days and, G, Days and GH, they do, usually do that. And they, also, they are amazing at doing that with the, new, the next generation. And I know, like, even you see Spencer and Emma, you know, we're actually watching those kids grow up. You know, I mean, even with Eden, we've seen Eden grow up. So I like the chemistry between them. I like the dynamics. I'm also, like, you know, to the point where it's like, hmm, down the line, is Cameron and Jocelyn going to be together? Or is it going to be, again, like I said, a Carly Jason relationship? Or is it going to be Cameron and Trina? You know? Right. So, yeah, I like the stories that they have, too. Candice and David, my challenging question for you for GH is what do you feel about Dustin's character? Do you think they can give him any more depth for his character to stay on on GH? And with um, Dante returning, do you want him back with Lulu, or do you think he could be steamy paired up with Brooklyn? Well, I was at another um, podcast um, (laughs) earlier, right, Candice? And I, I put out I put out something that I saw that was rumored, but I like the rumor. Awesome. I like what is the, what's the rumor? They're having Sasha with Dante, and yeah. I, that intrigues me. I love that. I, I love I'm Sasha. Not She's sure my if, favorite. <clears throat> yes. yes. I'm not sure if it's true or not. I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying that idea intrigues me. I just want to say thank, thank you, you thank you, GH. Th- thank you, thank you. You know how I feel. I used well, to love Dante and Lulu, but I feel the chemistry kind of fizzled a little. But I would love Dante with Sasha. I can see the sparks right off the bat. I, Sasha is an amazing character, and Dante being so on the force, being protective, being attentive and loving. Oh my God! Can you imagine the storylines with this? This is going to be good. I can't see it. I, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's I can't see it because here's, here's, okay, so the question about Dustin, here's the thing. I'm so glad, you know, no offense for me saying this because I know, I'm glad that there was a break with the show. Yeah. Because the, 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 the storyline that he was going to be a part of had irked me when they said what he was going to, with Lulu, I mean, not with Lulu, but um, with Jocelyn. And for those who yeah. don't know what the rumor storyline was going oh, to be, no. was that, that rumor? remember that rumor where it said that Jocelyn, you know, because she lost Oscar and, you know, Dustin is a teacher, that she allegedly had said that he did something. You know, like it was going to be like, okay, Lulu's with this guy, and then something happens where people question his judgment, da-da-da-da. They were going to go through this whole story arc. 
thank goodness for breaks. With I Dustin, heard that rumor. I'm glad they didn't do that. Right. I mean, it would have been interesting because, look, guess what? That, that's the time we're living in right now. But at the same time, with this character now, they do need to make me um, more invested. Invest. Yeah. And, right. And I and my thing is is that I saw chemistry with him in Brooklyn before Amanda left. Um, with Dante, here's the thing. I want him to – I want it where Dante is nowhere – like he doesn't want to be with anybody. Like, because he is going yeah. through a post-traumatic stress thing. I want Lulu to kind to try to force them being back together. And Dante says, no, I can't be the man that you used to, that you loved. I can see where Dustin is, like, seeing this and, like, okay, so where does that leave me and you? I would love to see him with somebody else. I just don't know who yet. And that's the Candace, thing. Candace, you that, caught it. I, you caught it right there. Okay. I like the chemistry with Brooklyn and Dustin. They, they are just so intense. They, they really could have done something with that too. But it looks like they, they jumped the shark on that. Mhm. And you got to admit, they've had chances. They've had lots of chances to put them together. Even if he wasn't with Lulu, you know, not saying he had to cheat on Lulu to be with Brooklyn. But every time when this, so these, these scenes where Brooklyn was worried about her music, yeah. and Dustin's always been there for her, like her, like her little hero on the side, they had so much potential. It's a shame that they didn't go with it. Yeah, I mean, but General Hospital right now, I'm not putting all my eggs in the basket, um, but it's better than it was. And I see what they're doing. They're wrapping up a lot of stories that was prior to the shutdown, which is good. And they're getting ready to set something up for as we, because now it's September. Next thing you know, it's November. Next thing you know, it's January, 2021. Happy new year. Woo! Yeah. Um, oh, Candace, you know, we're getting ready get for the sweeps. They're getting ready for sweeps month. Sweeps well, here's the thing the about sweeps. So here's the thing about the sweep period. <clears throat> Maybe a little. It, it it's not going to be a big sweep, and I I want because obviously in case y'all didn't know there was a shutdown, and yeah. so it's not like not this was time. the original plan. Yeah, this wasn't the original plan for a lot of these sweeps. And again, with Kim Delaney, this is called guesstent. This is a part of the sweep because they want to attract the viewers by performances performance. And that's what they're doing, Candace, right now. You can tell the stories are doing that. They're showing right now, it feels like a sweep period, and that's what I'm loving about it. No, what they're showing us is that they actually took time to recraft their whole script. That's what you're saying. That's what what we all, like... Well, we think they did. Well, there's some things... So, okay, so some things was already set in motion before, because some of these shows... Even though they said they shut down, they filmed some stuff. Like Dominic Sapir, he was there for a little bit before the shutdown, but they really used him now. The fact that we got Ethan coming back, which means there's somebody named Tony Geary should be popping up soon. Just saying. Um, and Jonathan Jackson, don't forget, cross my fingers. Don't forget Holly. <laughs> don't forget Holly. Well, here's the thing. First and foremost, Emma Sam, I hope you are doing better. Um, 
because she's still recovering from corona. And yeah. the thing is, is that, okay, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. But right now, what I'm enjoying is that you, you see what soaps are trying to fix what was broken before the break. Like the Robert and, and Holly flashback. Right. Because we all know damn real well that girl ain't dead. And if they say that, because look, GH, you know what? You did that. Like, here's the thing. GH knew when they killed off Taggart. And like Rial said, it was because of the fans. Because fans mm-hmm. were really outraged with that. That was a mistake and on so many, again, wrong character that they undid. With Holly, a lot of people weren't too thrilled by that. Each soap needs, it was trying, okay, each soap had an agenda of bringing back audience that they lost before the break. They were trying to fix the broken wheel. They were, they were trying to. Right, like what to, they did with Laura. Remember how they did Laura? That's why everybody right. gets so hyped but, up, well, which is, is really good. Well, this is, well, here's the thing about that, too, is that you've had a break, which was, again, this was not calculated. It's sort of a mixed blessing because stuff that they were going to do, they probably was like, oh, wait a minute, oh, wait, nope, that wouldn't work. We can do a re, we can do a redo, and they're doing it. What I'm loving about GH real quick before we move on today is they're connecting yeah. dots. We started out with the quarter mains. Something that all fans have said is the quarter mains needs to be front and center. We got it. Yeah. We got Ned and Olivia carrying a story, which shows recurring characters can make a difference. We got the Nell stuff. That's finally wrapped up. But guess what? Now now my question is, GH, are you going with Carly and Jack while Sonny is oh dealing with his father? Because if that's Candace. the case. Huh, Candace, I like the chemistry between Robert and Olivia. I never expected that. Because Lisa yeah. has to crush with Tristan Rogers. Sorry, Lisa, but Lisa has a crush with Tristan Rogers, so you know that's every girl's fantasy. It shows. It shows. It shows on the scenes. And it's that so they are cute. cute. It's so cute. I'm waiting for them to to put a city reference in it. I don't know, but you're seeing like certain storylines connecting. I'm enjoying it, but we still got some questions that needs to be answered. Yeah. But Candace, what do you feel and, and this is the big one. And you too, David. What do you feel about Frizz, which is we all know is Franco and Liz. Do you feel that they're in a rut in a storyline or do you feel that they're there's a story that's not there yet that they're getting to it? What do you feel is missing between they, Laura I mean uh, to, um Elizabeth, Franco, they, Nicholas and Ava? It's nothing missing. The problem is is that why are you trying to create drama? I mean, I get it. It's a soap, but it's so unnecessary at this point. It, it, I don't get it. It's I not really working. Don't get it's it. not working. It's not working. Here's a hit. This is the old saying. If it's a crappy storyline, it's still going to shine because you have talented actors who can make it look good, and that's what you got. You have Mar, Becky, Roger, and Mar. They're bringing their A game to a story that is just like, are you serious? Like, okay, y'all trying to get them to cheat on each other, really, for money? Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. This is not Lucy Cole and Alan and Alan Quartermain. 
But we do got to go on. I know we got four minutes, three minutes with Dave. Yeah. All I got to say is. Thank you, is, Dave, for bringing back Trip. Here's what I got to say about Dave. Ron, you got the keys to the castle now. Room, room. Go for it. Sell it. Sell it. Go for I'm it. I'm loving. Yeah, I love the fact that Dave is doing. Look, okay. I know a certain fan base is feeling a certain type of way. But let me just say this. Robert Scott Wilson and Victoria has given me so much Emmy stuff for next year. I'm sorry. I am enjoying it. I know that this story is going to be like, woo, but I'm for it. This is a soap opera. You got to have the angst. You have to have the drama. The fact that Sierra is, if y'all didn't see this week, all I got to say is Sierra proves to be Bo and Hope's daughter. That's all I can say. And for Robert, dude, I've been with you since Price is Right, All My Children, <laughs> The Bay. You have, have the you? Lake. I've been with you, man. So I'm so proud to say this is that I know you're a good actor, and I cannot wait for you to shine in your own, like, in, in this moment. And I got to give Dave's credit for bringing people back. You got James freaking Spears back. Dude, that was my, that was my Sammy. I mean, I mean, that, I mean, there's only one Sammy, but Jane was my second Jane Sammy. James Spears. The, James Spears, no relations to Britney. Okay. I love the fact you do have Trip back. I love the fact that Tamara Braun is coming back. My question is, where's JJ? I'm glad that Abby's back. Again, if you have not seen this week, <laughs> hang on to your folks so, because Ron threw people through a loop this week. Candace, I should hearing about and David, he I should hearing about the thing for JJ is supposed to be. I think they said that he. I mean, they're all returning, but the the tease is that he's supposed so, to be returning by like mid fall. So there's really no word about JJ. The thing is, is that they're tying the fact that first and foremost, Tamara Braun is coming back as Ava. If you guys remember when Nicole was de- dying in the in the fire, remember that we saw names, we saw initials. One of the initials was A.D. Oh, we got a this minute and a half. Okay. All I got to say is watch Dave, watch G.H., watch both, watch Young and the Rock. They're back, baby. Keep, keep it up. The ratings went up this week, which was a huge surprise for and, all of us. And, are you congratulations and before we go, the there's one last thing. There's one last thing we forgot. We say a prayer for Kevin Dobson. Who was oh, the last yeah. Mickey? Mickey, yep, Mickey Horgan, yep. But he was always Mac on Knox Landing, and that. Right. Oh. I grew up to Knox Landing. I remember that. Yeah, and real quick, everybody who's being affected by the weather, especially Florida, our thoughts and prayers goes out to you. Also, <clears throat> this is a tough one. This was the last night that Mer- that this country was safe and sane. You guys know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is nine yeah. eleven. Do you remember where you were at when this all happened? I was working. I was working, too. I was late, too. It was late work. But everybody, just just keep everybody safe in, in prayers um, during this crazy time, of course, tomorrow. Um, happy Grandparents Day on Saturday, and keep watching the soap. Everybody have a good night. Follow us at Take Two yep. Radio on Facebook and Twitter Bye. and Insta. Bye. God Bye. bless. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for having me.
get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.